giving consumers a financial edge, providing economic tools designed for you to win. With the Empireonomics business guru, Al Mills, and the credit lady gem dropper herself, Monique Macklin. Hello, 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 and welcome to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. My name is Monique Macklin, and I'm known in the industry as the credit lady. Hey, and this is Al Mills, a.k.a. the prophetic financier, the world's number one socioeconomic mobility strategist, and welcome to our conversation today. Yes, we have created a space that is designed to enlighten, empower, and edify people to the next level of economic success. On this platform, we do that by having conversations that require you to examine your current situations and make changes as needed to get you to the life you desire to live by thinking better, banking better, and leveraging better, as Al would say. So mm -hmm. on today's show, our topic that we're discussing is everyone needs a mentor, right? Absolutely. That's the number one thing. So many people who start a journey, may it be sports, acting, singing, business, mm. everyone has a coach, right? This is true. That's like everyone needs to have a physician or an yeah. attorney. Even if they're already in that space themselves, they need to have their own someone to bounce their ideas off of exactly in this space as well. Absolutely. But there's a difference, though. There's a unique difference <clears throat> between a coach Mm -hmm. And a mentor. And a mentor, yeah. And I can share with you why, why do I advocate mentorship? Okay. <clears throat> what made me become a mentor? Well, you know, I was in the financial service space, and I thought I knew it all, you know, having a master's in business administration and finance, and I thought that my, you know, my thing didn't smell, and so I went around thinking I knew everything. And one day, mm. uh, I came across my mentor with an arbitrary situation that was going on with the financial firm that I was associated with at the time. And that's when I learned the difference. I learned truly the real difference between riches and wealth. Mm. And he mentored me. And a mentor is one who is going to take a life journey. It's been well over 27 years, and we still speak for one hour per month over the last 20-plus years. Oh, that's I can awesome. tell you it's important when you can have a phone number that you can dial and get direction or answers. So just so people understand, having a mentor is someone who has more knowledge than you. So like, I've always heard that you shouldn't be the smartest person on your team, right? Absolutely. Well, I have a saying, well, we have a saying actually in Empireonomics is that who do you listen to? It should mm -hmm. be someone that has done the things that you like to do or mm -hmm. have gone to places or reached the place you, you desire to reach. And that's the person that you should listen to. That makes sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. So someone who, so do you recommend that it just be a formal relationship or could it be an informal in a formal relationship? Someone that you can talk business with only or? How well, I, I believe that should be a twofold. I believe it should be personal, formal and informal uh, because the level of comfort that you have with that particular person will help you in your growth, right? So right. it shouldn't all be strict in this business. It should be some fun time in there too. The old saying mm -hmm. is you should only do business with people that you know, like, and, and trust. trust. Mm -hmm. And so your mentor should be that type of person that you have gotten to know, like, and trust in all aspects of your life. Because again, a mentor is someone who's going to take the life journey 
A coach is someone who's going to teach you a specific skill set. Right. And a consultant is someone who's coming in to take care of a specific task. So as you can see going on in the marketplace right now, everyone's becoming coaches. Everyone's becoming allegedly mentors, but yet (laughs) they're really functioning as a consultant. They're really there to assist you in a specific task and then they're gone. Whatever that expertise is. That so is yeah, whatever mm-hmm. whatever that is. If they're a therapist, that's what they're going to speak about. That's what they can mm-hmm. coach you on. Correct. So yeah, but the, a, a mentor's role in your life is to really put a mirror, to help you put a mirror up to yourself, to help you increase your knowledge, mm-hmm. um, to give you constructive criticism as well. Oh, that's a big, that's a big one. You mm-hmm. have to be willing to expand. It's all about renewing your self-image. That's something that a mentor will help you do mm-hmm. is to identify your true self-image because so many of us have been programmed that someone else told us that we should be, do, or have. That's true. But a mentor will help you identify your true passion and show you how you can profit from that said passion. But you don't choose a mentor because of their knowledge. Mm. Of course, they must be knowledgeable, right. but you want to learn from their mistakes. Exactly. exactly. So that means you can avoid those landmines in any aspect of your life that you're needing mentorship. You may have a multitude of mentorship mentors in your life. That's I true. have about four different mentors in my life. Mm. One that may be my spiritual mentor. Right. One may be my business mentor. Mm-hmm. I may have a health mentor and or, or a marketing mentor. You, you're going to have different mentors based on the level that you are in your profession. Okay. Now, a mentor can also help you because some people have problems forming boundaries. But <laughs> some people have issues forming boundaries. And I think mentors can actually help in that as well. So that people can learn because a lot of times you will lose focus if you're trying to put yourself in so many different baskets. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I think, you know, having a mentor can be somebody who can help you to you know put those boundaries in place but they also give you unbiased opinions like you know i can't go to someone in my family because their opinion may be biased that is very true so it's Uh, good to have somebody who's going to give you the real deal the real deal that's it it's always about that reality i always say this whenever i'm engaging in a mentorship relationship with someone i always ask for permission to keep it real raw and relevant okay the most two important is real, real and, and raw. raw. <laughs> exactly. So sometimes you're not going to hear me speaking so eloquently as I'm speaking here online mm-hmm. and, or in this podcast. But behind the closed doors, there's going to get situations where I'm taking the gloves off and I'm really going to rip a new one in you if you if you need it. Because sometimes you need that push. That's true. And the mentee has to be willing to receive that. And that's all based on commitment. If you are committed Mm-hmm. to your destiny to your determ- to your destination you will do what it takes and you will accept the, cr- the constructive criticism because mm-hmm. we have to reframe criticism is feedback and feedback gives you results it shows you what you're not doing right and you can make the correction right exactly now when it comes to goal setting or well not even going there just yet 
on on your on your teaching style specifically, what would you say your teaching style is? What would somebody be able to expect from you as their mentor? Well, I always say that when we are engaging, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that in the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom suffered violence and violence took it by force. Mm-hmm. So we are always in a war. And the war that we're really fighting is the war within ourselves. Mm-hmm. The person we want, our former self with our future self. That's the war. And so, yes, mm. the, the, the teaching style that I like to provide is that of preparing a gladiator, a warrior for battle. But you have to sharpen your skills and your sword. And so what I do is I teach you first mm-hmm. the principles. Right. Then I show you how to apply those principles. Then I evaluate you doing it, doing it. And then I actually evaluate. Then I correct you. Right. And then rinse and repeat. Well. How am I doing so far <laughs> as yeah, your doing, mentee? Uh, again, we're, we're, we're on a show together, right? And I share with you that you are doing some great things right. And again, I always reward. I always say as a mentor, you should reward those who are putting in the work mm-hmm. and support them even beyond what their expectation was. Because it's always about under promise and over deliver. And that's what a mentor is about. Being there for that person no matter what hour of the, of the morning it is. I mean, we've had a conversation where you had a question that may have been very late where a mm-hmm. coach or a consultant would be like, well, it's after business it's my, my business. They'll give you that big red, right? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> or they'll say, well, <laughs> well, let me send you an invoice um, yeah. so I can book a few more hours. That's yeah. not what a mentor does. That's okay. Okay, I got that. It's, well, you're a trusted ally. That's what a yes. mentor becomes, a trusted ally. Absolutely. So, and you also teach us, um, not just me, all the others that are in the in the um, mentoring program about strategizing, um, mm-hmm. about managing, mm-hmm. processing um, systems, pro- processing systems, um, but also connecting, become having our own network. Well, it's fu- it's funny that you say that. That's a, actually a double meaning when I say network. So the first thing, as you know, in the principles that we teach, thinking better, banking better, and leveraging better, mm-hmm. when you begin to think better, you make new neuro connections. Your neurotransmitters make new connections, which are synapses, and that helps your brain expand and create more capacity to do things. Mm-hmm. Because if, you over, if, we, if we overstand, we've been taught a trinity, right? Well, in Empire Namas, our trinity is your mind, your mm-hmm. brain and your body. You see the ideas that you create are in your conscious and subconscious mind, which is your, and then you send those frequencies with great strong intensity of feeling to your brain. And your brain then has to make a connection with that vibration, creating neurotransmitted actions or brain activity. Right. And out of that brain activity results in one of five different hormones that are going to be released, so chemical reaction, that would then tell your physical body mm. to carry out a task. Okay. So that's the process of thinking. It is. And that's how we, we effectuate the things that we do. Right. But, I mean, you force us to, to really think, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wouldn't for- say, I don't like to use the word <laughs> force, but what I will say is I will in- introduce you or awaken you to a more high performance way of thinking, of thinking. It's more critical thinking. Correct. That's something that we don't run in traditional education because we are taught to pass exams. 
There's a big difference. There's in, a big difference. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, again, <laughs> and all by getting getting an overstanding, if you will, right? Not just learning the subject for passing a test. When you have a general overstanding of a construct, twenty years later, you will still have the principles. Like math, this is true. true. You take a person today in their forties or fifties. Do they remember their fifth grade math? If you learn the understand overstanding of the construct of it, mm-hmm. you can still do it today in your latter years. That's true. That's true. But most of what we learned in school is basically built for us to pass a test, just like you said. That's it. Uh, so that's that's why when you hear people, you know, with all these degrees, it really means that y'all remembered something. You you memorize something to get past to a certain point in most yes. instances. Um, in most instances, but um, when it comes to goal setting, what is usually your process for helping people to set goals for their, their, I know you want them to have a destination and then you have to put a plan in place to reach that destination. So what is your, your, um, your way of showing people to create those goals, to set those goals? Well, the first thing is, you have to have a paradigm shift in your thought process of your possibilities. It's one thing to believe that you can do something, but the question is, do you believe that you can do it? You can believe that the process is possible, but you have to first believe that you can do it. And so your goal should be larger than you think it should be. We call it exo factoring where Whatever you desire to do, make the goal large enough that even if you fall short on that goal, you're still amidst where you would have liked to have become. Right. I know earlier in the Mm -hmm. year, you asked us um, on one of our calls about how much were we looking to earn that year. That's correct. Now, most folks folks have a number in their mind. They have a number. But we say expand that. Get bigger. Make it think, think bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and where would you like to live? You know, because I think, you know, a lot of people don't see themselves making or earning beyond a certain point. So they can't get they can't fathom in their mind that I can make seven figures or eight figures. They can't get that far because they're they haven't gotten to six figures yet. Right. Right. So that's going to be interesting that you say that that's going to probably segue us into our, our next episode mm-hmm. when we talk about your wealth thermostat. But oh, you, yeah. can only, you can only predict a goal based on your current financial wealth settings. So That's if you're true. accustomed, I'll just say, if you're accustomed to just earning 50, 60,000, there's no way that you can fathom and have a skill set or an action set that would help you earn a million dollars. You don't just go from zero to hero because you got access to information. There is preparation that has to be taken before you can even effectuate that. But your first thing is to believe that you can even get there. That is correct. That's the very first thing is having belief in yourself that you have unlimited potential Mm -hmm. with with, with, with no limits on your expectations or your destinations. That's the first thing. Okay. So that's the first thing. Well, so what else is on the goal setting um, marker? What would you say? A clear to... goal. A, okay. a clear goal. A, a, a foggy target will never be hit. That's so you true. have to be very clear. When I say clear, you have to be in specificity. Mm-hmm. You just can't say, I want to own a big house. Well, oh, no. And if the contractor's asking you, well, how many square feet? I don't know, a big house. Right. Well, how many bedrooms? <laughs> Six. But 
what is the size of the master bedroom? I don't know. Big. See, big, <laughs> just really big. So as you can see, you're making it very difficult for the contractor. So just imagine the universe. The universe yeah. will always give you what you ask for, for. But if you're not clear on that, it can't possibly give you what you desire. So you need to have a clear goal. Big enough and clear. Okay. And no and no goal. Or well, is there such thing as a goal being too big? No, never. Because you go from impossible to I'm possible. Right. Once you change your mindset. This is true. Nothing's too big. Nothing's too big for God. That's right. Mm-hmm. God in you. Remember the law of that God, right? It's mm-hmm. he or she or it that gave me the power to obtain wealth. So exactly. to honor God, you have to honor the God in you, which is honor yourself first. And you have to believe that you can have anything that you desire. All things, not some things, all things. All so then things. there's no goal that's too small or too far out of reach. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this has been an amazing episode. So our next episode, we're going to talk about the wealth thermostat, how to how to measure your specific wealth thermostat. And that's a really interesting topic. I love when you speak on that. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah inner to outer. So you got to first measure your inner thermostat mm-hmm. and then where you rank in the physical realm, which will give, we'll give the audience a link to go to to measure where they are, where they stand with their compadres, if you will, and how you stand internally. So I'm looking forward to that episode. Oh, okay. Wonderful. So again, we want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. And on our next episode, we will be talking about how to measure your wealth thermostat. Al, I want to thank you for your time today and look forward to chit-chatting again real soon. And as always, I love our conversation. I love the uplift that we're providing to the listeners and let's just yes. keep it let's keep it going. Definitely, definitely. So again, this was everyone needs a mentor, even the mentors themselves. So uh again, thank you all so much for joining us today and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. We hope you've been enlightened by today's message. Please subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends on your social media platforms. If you have any questions or comments, follow us on Instagram at Wake Up and Win Show.